and welcome to Ideas Without Station, where with me, Matt Bell. And me, Paddy Garrigan. We haven't done this for a while. We haven't done this for a while. I think March was the last time we put something out. After we said we're <laughs> sort of relaunching it, and then it's taken us three months to actually put something again up online. It has. We're busy people and we do not live anywhere near each other anymore. I think we're doing it in fits and bursts from now on. I think irregularly regular. Yes. Is the... Which is not what we've always the, described it as. Yeah, it's not just a tagline, it's almost the modus operandi of the entire <laughs> operation, isn't it, really? Uh, so, so, thank you for joining us. Um, we should explain what's going on, really, um, shouldn't we? I think we probably should. So, yeah. today is the 5th of July, uh, although this podcast, I think, will be up on Monday morning, I'm presuming, so that's the 6th of July. Yeah. And for the next four nights, so from the 6th to the 8th, 9th, 9th of July... We are doing four nights, a run of four nights of stand-up comedy at a Fringe Festival. Now, not, not the Fringe Festival. <laughs> Let's. Although, arguably, in terms of the ethos about the idea of not spending too much money and doing a run without having to apply for it months in, months in advance, like I do with Edinburgh, it probably is more what the Edinburgh Fringe used to be like. More the Fringe mindset, yeah. yeah. So, as part of the Greater Manchester Fringe, Matt and I are doing a show, so it's an hour long. Uh, each night at 8 o'clock at the King's Arms in Salford if you hear the podcast and you want to come along please do there will almost certainly be tickets available yes uh, and yeah we're doing we're doing we're doing a show so we've I mean <laughs> we are doing a show I mean that is literally going to happen um, I think you you, you, you catch us at a weird moment because we've been rehearsing it and practising it all weekend and you know I think I'm quite happy with what we've made but Ultimately, this is a weird situation. Both of us have jobs. Yes. We both work and do different things for a living. We've both had an interest in comedy for a while, but never actually done anything anywhere near as substantial as this before. And who came up with the idea? Was it me or you? I honestly don't know. I think you may have said the Greater Manchester Fringe is on and you can... You must have maybe seen a newsletter or something. I think or I did, a yeah. leaflet. And they said, oh, you can apply to do a show. And so you just sort of sent a speculative email off saying... Hello, can we do a show? We'll do a few nights or something. Yeah. <laughs> My favourite thing about the whole thing at the moment, and ultimately what's that, so this process went on and on, and we sort of found, we booked a room and stuff, and we've ended up doing four nights, which it turns out, <laughs> in the course of the month-long festival, yeah. is the joint longest run of any show, and that other show that's doing four nights is like a massive theatre piece in like, in like the Lowry or somewhere, isn't I it? I totally like, thought four nights would be like, oh yeah, that's sort of... That's sort of normal. That's a normal amount of time to do. People go to Edinburgh and do the month. Yeah, exactly. Or like two weeks. So I was thinking the least we can do is four nights. Like, yeah. you know, but then, yeah, actually, it's not really until you actually get down to creating it that you realise, oh, fuck, like four nights is quite a long time. And also in a weird sort of way, although because it's stand-up, so we're doing the same show over four nights, I'd just like to point out, by the way, that we're not doing a double act. No. Uh, maybe that will come one day. We know you clamour for it. It is horse. weird, I have to say. Sorry, before you move on to your point, it is weird actually how many people have said, and I don't know whether you found this, people who have said, why don't you two do a double act? Yeah, people always say that we should do a double yeah, act. Absolutely. And the thing is, is I can understand why people say it, because we've always done bits together. Like, yeah. everything we do, we do together. Yeah. That is, not, not everything. <laughs> uh, when I wank, I do that. Um, uh, with at least three people. Uh, <laughs> Can I just make a note of that? Who, are the, th- who just, are the three? I'll just make a note of that. It's going to go in my set. Very right, good. Excellent. You um, carry on. Yeah. But yeah, no, so I think, yeah, people do, just because we've always done the bits of comedy that we do, or the podcasts we do together and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't, we've always, we've always balked at the suggestion because I think that we are either, 
I don't know what it is. You always say the world is not ready for Corden and Corden. Yes, which I'm pretty sure I knew from you. Yeah, but that's the line. Um, But But I don't know if we've ever felt... In fact, to be honest, uh, listener, because you are unlikely to hear this before the first night, and if you're coming along, we do actually have a little line at the start of the show where we say, like, there's a reason we don't do double acts, and we make a little sketch gag out of it. And that's... Because we've not. Like, we've done one... We've not really done anything. As we've we've done a bit of um, performing on radio where we've been in the same thing at the same time. Yes. As a character comedy, I suppose. Yes. But that's ri- that's not something we've written. That's something someone else has created, or yes. you know, whatever. Um, and I just don't think it's ever occurred to us to. It's not something that we've ever been. Dis- oh my god, I really want to. Like we really enjoy writing together. Yeah. But we write our separate things together and help each other with that process. Yes. And it's an incredibly. It's my favorite part of writing. Yes. Is when we come together. Usually the weekend before we're going to do something. Yeah. And kind of run sort of through and, the ideas and flesh everything out a bit more. Yeah, or in yeah. my case, write the whole thing on the Sunday. <laughs> I do think it's almost a bit like Linda McCartney. You know, in terms of like, like your show is written by you with with you know with me, <laughs> yeah. and mine yeah. is written by me with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but. I think it's one of those things, and I don't know whether anyone else has ever been at home and found this, in terms of when people assume and expect you to do something. But in a way, I just, I think it, I've never had a really nice idea to do it. I've never thought, oh, that would be such a good idea. Do you know, until that text you got yesterday or this, or this morning, the one that your, your missus text, she who must not be named. She who must not be named. What did she say? The one about the foreground. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, a that nice idea. Good. That was a nice idea. And that actually could work really well because it wouldn't just be... And I'll tell you why. I think double acts are really, really hard. It's hard to get them right. And the amount of theory that goes into them, frankly, I just don't think I'd have the time to commit to it. And do you see, because you very rarely, like... I've never... Well, okay. I mean, I've not... I've, I've seen a lot of comedy, mm. but I've not seen by any stretch the most comedy. But I don't actually think I've ever seen, like, a double act's full show. Right. I actually don't think I have. And I, and I think outside of fringe festivals, they don't really happen that much. Mm. Because I think they, were, they are strange. Yes. Like, I think they are strange things. Obviously, you get sketch troops. Again, sketch troops, you don't really get sketch troops touring, per se, no. the way that a comedian would after Edinburgh. No. Like, it's a much different beast. And you're right, I think it's a much harder thing to work on stage. And also, because the thing that I always think about sketch troops is the ones that do it best is like, how do you do the joins between, how do you go from that thing to this thing? And when there's only two of you on stage, that's even more difficult because you're both involved in everything. You know, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and but yeah, so I don't. I think yeah, I think yeah. To to not to upset people that we'll never do anything. For example, this, the start of the show that we're doing at the moment, there's a little bit of yeah, explaining about why we haven't. And, and in fact, through both of our shows, there's little interactions between the two of us. Yep, actually, absolutely, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. nice. But I think, yeah. but I also think you're right. We've just never had an idea that's good enough mm. to go. We should do that together. Yes, I think it's probably the main reason. I think it's, I think as well, and maybe and maybe this is and this is not a criticism of of you are right, but it's just a point that's worth pointing out. So for the show that I've written, I've written the script and I've got a script and it's something I've been working on and crafting over the past few weeks. Whenever I've had a bit of time I've sat down and wrote a thousand words and wrote whatever and then then done. And you've got a total of about four thousand words, isn't it? Yeah, I think, about, about, about four thousand words. Um you got you you buy pretty much nothing. You have some nice props. I've made some props and I've got... And you've got like a rough idea in your head. And I've got about 300, 350 words written down for the whole show. But it's like, and I've just had a recent experience of this in terms of travelling and, you know, the idea of planning versus (laughs) non-planning. And and it's a similar thing. I think if I was in your situation now, and it just shows you how how different minds work, I'd be freaking out if I didn't have anything that I had. And and by the same token, if I'd written 
Sorry. It's all right. If I'd written, you should just stop playing my stuff. You should learn what we do. Yeah, sorry. I know. I, I am, I'm the fid- I'm the fiddler. I really am. So I had to have something in my hand. That's why I bought nails. What are you now? A fiddler. Uh, just let me call you tree. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, but by the same token, if I'd written as much as you had, I'd be delighted, but I would be terrified that I had to learn it. Right, yeah. And so it's funny, isn't it? Because yes. I think the thing that we the thing that we said earlier is that I, I, I just can't learn scripts. It's just something that I can't do. Oh, because yeah. whereas you, you, that's something that you're better at or yeah. something that you've more experience doing as well. Yeah, um, and I think... Sorry. Right, I can explain the situation. Sorry. Um, I'm, I've got big legs and the table's really close to the sofa. We're in my um, lounge in my flat in, in, in Salford and, um, and so I'm trying to get comfortable slash keep near the iPad so we can keep recording. Um, so hence why I keep bashing things. So sorry if it feels like if it sort of sounds like this. It's is... just I assume people tend to listen to podcasts as like in bed going to sleep, and this is just your way. Keep me awake. This is bash things occasionally. <laughs> like, oh, come on, come on. Is that when you listen to podcasts when you're in bed? Yeah, I do. I do. Falling asleep. I listen to podcasts a lot. I listen, I listen. I listen to podcasts when I'm out walking. So when I walk to and from work, I'm I don't walk anywhere. Never. <laughs> 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 or, or you know, when I'm doing something, like in bed, it's more like programs I listen to rather than um, podcasts. There you go. Yeah. Um, so I don't. Yeah. No. I. I think. I think. I think the the difference between because and then also the, the point that you were sort of about to finish mm. was the fact that our currently the fact that I would improv. I. I'm not saying it would be good, but I would be happy to improv a half hour. Like I don't yes. think I think it'd be terrible because it's not something I've done. But yeah. it, that doesn't phase me that idea. Whereas I think you would prefer. Currently, to have the script, and obviously that's two very disparate styles to bring together into a double act. But I think, as well, to your credit, I think the way that you do it, that sort of more organic way, is much more akin to sort of how the modern comedian, maybe the modern artistic comedian, sort of comedians that we sort of like, it could would present a piece of material. It could well be, but of course, the thing that I'm thinking at the moment. The thing that I've got at the moment about our two half hours of... So, yeah, so I don't know if explain this, but basically we're doing two half hours each is what we're doing, so the trio's not double acted. Yeah. There's a little introduction, and then Matt does 20 minutes or so, and then I do 20 minutes or so, and then everyone goes home happy-ish. <laughs> uh, I don't want to say it's like a massage parlour happy ending. No. Uh, but you will get your balls tickled. Uh, do you want that line for anyone? Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I could just do this on stage, I think I'd be quite good. Yeah, you reckon? <laughs> I think I'd be all right with that. Um... Yeah, but I think I do wish that I had a more solid idea. But this is the thing that I've had since. So we've been writing for a couple of months there, or at least thinking about it. Yeah, thinking writing. about things. But the thing is, I've been at the point of I'm I'm always thinking about it, but I just never have enough to write down other than little ideas and kind of nebulous thoughts. Yeah. And 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 for whatever. And, and but the last time we did stand, the last time we did stand up, when we did about ten minutes, I did. I wrote a script exactly the same as you did. Had a script, learned it, and stuff like that. But I think. The thing that I'm feeling at the moment, and I think part of my thought process is the fact that we're doing fortnights, and this is probably an incorrect, this is not the right thought process to have, because it shows quite a lack of respect for the audience, <laughs> certainly <laughs> on the first couple of nights, maybe not, but because we're doing four nights, yeah. what I'm doing, I think, is I'm going to, I'm going to be, it's going to be a work in progress almost, sure. in the sense of it'll get better yes. over the four nights. Um and I'm not saying that's not the case for you either, because obviously you'll do no, it. No, no, of course. I think the fact that I'm doing a run <laughs> rather than one show mm-hmm. is letting me be a little bit looser with how prepared I am. And also, I think the other part of it is in terms of the style of comedy that we're doing, I get away with fucking up. The, 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 what my act is and, and the way it is, is me, me, I'm basically annoyed for half an hour. And so if I forget something, I'm just more annoyed. 
and it, and you know I can kind of I can use it as part of my thing. Whereas obviously, if you forget a line, you've forgotten a line. That's true. <laughs> so I suppose there's I'm there's a, a little difference there, maybe. I'm aware that there's um that this is <laughs> I mean I'm about to say this is quite self indulgent, but like we are doing a podcast that is inherently quite yeah. self indulgent. Yeah. Um, but so I'm trying to think of another way of sort of relating this and like. Could you imagine if, if in your job you were having to do something and then you basically just left it to the last minute and went, you know what, I'll have a go, and then it will change and shape the more I do it. You know what I mean? If, <laughs> you, had to, if you had to give like a presentation for work or something and you were just like, do you know what, I'm just going to sort of wing it, see if they like it and if they yeah, don't. we'll try it next Monday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> next Monday's just, meeting will be fine. For some reason though, with comedy, it's, it's, you, can, you can do that, which is yeah. very strange. And also the thing is, since, since we last did some stand-up, I've been listening to a lot of the Comedians Comedian podcasts, which I can recommend highly. I think it's a really good podcast and also the beautiful thing about it is because um, they get, so it's basically just a podcast where comedians are interviewed by comedian Stuart Goldsmith. And the beautiful thing about it is there's maybe 200 episodes now and you can just pick and choose the comedians that you like. You don't, it's not like you literally have to listen to anything. You just pick yeah. the people you want to hear from. And there was one with um, Alan Cochran and he was talking about the fact that he doesn't, he doesn't write his set. He doesn't write anything. He has an idea for a joke. He does it at a warm-up night. If it works, it goes in his set for the next tour or for the Edinburgh show. Right. If it doesn't, he drops it or maybe he writes it down and puts it to the back of his mind sort of thing. And I think that was a way of doing comedy we talk about it beautifully for two people that are basically <laughs> fucking around with what is some people's jobs um, but that that was a way of doing it that I hadn't thought of before mm. for me I just thought of okay I need to think of ten minutes of ideas write them down and learn them mm. whereas I'm now definitely interested in just playing having a bit of a play sure um, which is a risk because as you keep telling me don't laugh uh, yes and I naturally am a chuckler yes and I think that maybe undercuts slightly. I don't what like, I do. So, so what I mean is, when I said to him, "Don't chuckle," it's because um, Paddy has an unfortunate habit of finding himself hilarious, and he will I... say stuff. And you no, no, no. Yeah, you will right. say stuff. You will say stuff that you weren't expecting to say, and then it shocks you a little bit. And like a baby being surprised at its own burp. You find it amusing. That's true. I think. I think. Yeah. I think. If I can just rephrase what you said, it's not necessarily that I find myself hilarious. No. It's that I find myself surprising, <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that amuses me. Right. Okay, there's a subtle difference, but, right, yeah, 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 but yeah. an important one, I yes. think. So. Um. So. So inevitably, that does mean that you end up, you end up uh, laughing and at your own stuff and and just yeah all like quite often it quite, because especially because of the. Because of the persona that you're creating, yes, it doesn't work. No, I think to you're do right. that. No, and I think it's. But you know, this is the first time that I will have ever done something. Well, I mean, that's a it. Persona, so let's see. Yeah, how it goes. I and, mean, you know, ultimately, maybe me being annoyed and laughing at myself works. Because the thing that I was just thinking is, uh, there's a fantastic quote about uh, jazz, improvised jazz music, which is no one enjoys it more than the musicians that are doing it. <laughs> and like I'm, I'm like the thing that I'm thinking at the moment is that if I can, if I could make it work. The fact that I'm annoyed, yeah. but that at least I'm enjoying. At least I'm enjoying me. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was about I, to I say. Just, it's your it's e- massively self indulgent. In terms of your ethos, in terms of creating art, you actually probably would quite agree with that topic anyway. Then, and you, you, you would be okay with that fact. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 And that's something we talked about at end. Yeah, at we, we've the podcast, always disagreed um, with. Um, um, so the but, reason why we're doing this podcast is because. It's the night before, and we wanted to sort of do a podcast every night of this week, um, to sort of have a bit of a chance to sort of wind down after each of the shows, um, review them a little bit, I suppose, as well, I think, yeah. and sort of just chat about how they went, and also chat about other things as well. Um, I want to talk about the radio. 
our radio interview. So yeah. we um we've not done much publicity. We've got some amazing flyers, and um we've been on Twitter and <coughs> Facebook. Sorry, you're welcome. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, you. sorry, yeah, yeah. So I genuinely thought it was just a weird cough then. That's all right. Um, and then we um but then we don't we don't we've been on the Twitter and the Facebook and all that kind of stuff, and doing a bit of that. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, um, we got asked to do an interview on Sulphur City Radio, and there was this uh, program that's on, which is going to be sort of which is which was going to be interviewing artists from um, from the Greater Manchester Fringe Festival, and we decided to sort of we, we took them up on their offer, and it was for me probably the funniest hour <laughs> that I've spent in quite a lot in quite a while. So I'll I'll set the scene, and then you can crack on with some hilarious anecdotes about the afternoon. Yeah, go on. So the first thing is that we thought we were going on at four o'clock to be interviewed for ten minutes about the fact that we were doing a show. Yes. We thought that's what we were doing. Yes. It turned out that I got there at half past three, and I was on the radio until five. And you rocked up at 10 to 4 and were on the radio until 5. Yeah. Like, that's what actually ended up happening. Yeah. And we were asked about all sorts of things, including biscuits and Donald Trump. So, Matt Bell, if you'd like to talk people through the hour. So and, the... And, and I'd like to say that um, it was the first show. It was the, the two presenters. It was their first ever show. Yeah. And do you know what? They did a... To say it was, their, it was genuinely both their first time at just flat out on the radio by themselves. Yes. And to which, to which end, they did a two-hour show that didn't go off air literally all you want from your first show like I and I know that the first time I did radio that's exactly what I wanted yeah um, but um, as two people who've done quite a bit of radio it's yeah. bloody hilarious so they did I mean the, the funniest bit for me was they when they during the song they went right we're going to talk about biscuits you need to have opinions on biscuits and we were like okay right fine and, they, and, and, and we ended up trying to come up with biscuit puns didn't we and then you you did live on air live on air yeah this this was this was during the conversation you came up you didn't come up with one but you but off of what you said you um you ended up yeah you said I'm coming up a bit short and me and the birth girl said you mean you're coming up a bit short bread which was quite nice but the worst of it was when people were trying to come up with one I said what I thought was quite a funny statement where I just went Bobbin. And just as as like a shouting thing, just as a joke, as you know, he says like a, like a desperate attempt to do it. No one paid any attention to it. No one acknowledged that I even said it. The guy didn't. The girl didn't. You didn't. Like no one. And so, um, I think we were all scared of the mental man in the corner. <laughs> oh, then we uh, there was, and the best thing was, um, she, the the woman who was sort of co-presenting it would 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 start art would start links talking about herself or talking about something that's happened. I then just throw it out to us to like respond to. So she was saying that she, you know, she was talking about how she'd been to the Trafford Centre and, and taken her kid to Legoland and at Legoland you have this big cinema thing where you get squirted with a water gun. So she went, So guys, have you ever been to a 4D cinema before? And we're like, uh God, right, think of some kind of funny 4D experience anecdote. <laughs> you know, it was it was a nightmare. What was the one about the music one as well? Was it about if you ever played music? Oh, what instruments have you played? Yeah, what instruments did you? Yeah, what instruments What instruments do you play? Slash, did you play as a kid? And again, trying to come up with something funny from that. I managed to do something quite well with that actually. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, so, so I had an awful hour. I I I do give, you think? I, I give nothing to that show. Really? Do you I would think? say I took more than I gave. Really? Yeah, Why is that? I just don't think I had. I wasn't because I wasn't like I would, I'd driven over from Leeds that like literally arrived at the studio after like driving for two hours. I just don't think I'd. I was in the right mindset or the mood. I sure. thought I was going to be interviewed about our show and have to be mildly humorous. And I was basically, we were basically two extra presenters. Oh, and that was the one issue. When we were interviewed about our show, we, we gave a good account of ourselves. But I was, my premise, for my pitch for us talking being interviewed was the idea that 
you know, I, I was saying that, you know, we are full-on amateurs doing it in the, the true fringe style. We're not looking to get careers out of it. We're doing it because we love the art form and we want to have a go at doing it. Um, and then I, the, the, the pitch that I was trying to say was a bit like, it is a genuine risk, both for us and the audience. In terms of it, it may not work. And I genuinely don't know at the moment if it will work. And I was sort of saying it, but then, again, the, the presenters weren't giving me anything like... So, so it actually ended up me just being a little bit like... It, it came across like I was really worried about it. Yes. And I didn't mean that to be the case. Yeah. And I needed them to react and be a bit more like... Um, you know, I don't know, like, 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 yeah, respond a bit. Well, respond <laughs> for any, any point would have been useful, frankly. <laughs> Um, but it was so yeah, it was quite funny. And yeah, they just and the guy the guy didn't chat much, didn't talk much at all. And yeah, it's and she, yeah. Oh and then the worst was the fucking Donald Trump thing. Oh god. So we had to all of a sudden there was an article in the paper about Donald Trump. So she went the exact word she said during the music was be funny about Donald Trump. <laughs> Which we are Which, not... I mean, I think that's only one step up from ooh, tell us a joke then. Oh. Like, I don't think it's that far removed, is it? Like, how are we going to say anything original about Donald Trump? The man is a walking comedy machine anyway. <laughs> like, exactly. yeah. you know, yeah. like, if we were on, like, the news quiz on the Now Show, you'd be able to come up with something, like, and which, which only by its freshness is funny. But... In terms of being... A new gag or yeah. something that is different or funny or whatever. Yeah, so it was just it was just really sort of stale. Sorry, I'm yawning. Uh, long day. Uh, so yeah, it was um, it was just really stale and just yeah, it was it was hilarious. And then as we left, uh, you asked on the presenters. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's let's role play this. Uh, you be the presenters. I'll be you. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So yeah. we we were, we packed our bags. We shook hands. We said thank you very much. Uh, I think they enjoyed us being there. Yeah. Well, I genuinely enjoyed being there for the hour. It was good fun actually. Yeah, like yeah. it's mad, but it was really good fun. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, she did say to me as I got there, you thought you could sort of city, didn't you? Not a cabin round the back of the council. That's the exact <laughs> to me. To which I had no response other than, yeah. <laughs> Um, and so yeah as we left Matt said so you guys going to come see the show then and they replied I might and and frankly like at that stage you could have just said yeah of course I will we're never going to see them again it would have made me feel slightly better it would have you know no problem at all but it was just purely the, the fact that you know they had chatted to us for an hour talked to us say oh you know the show looks like it would be really interesting you know people should go support it yeah I might come just so brilliant thanks for that <laughs> yeah uh, we hence why we've been sort of back. If any of us, if anyone listening is uh, friends with us on Facebook, we do apologise if we've been sort of and Twitter if 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 um if we've been sort of badgering you to come and see the show. It's purely just because we don't want to be alone in a room for an hour. Yeah, that's. Oh no! To be fair, alone in the room for an hour is fine because you just cancel the show. It's like two people in the room for an hour. That's worse. Do you that's think? what I'd say. Do you think? That's my feeling. But two, yeah, I suppose so. But at least, two, yeah. I, suppose, yeah, I mean, yeah. you still have to do the show, but to two poor motherfuckers. Oh. And it's because. Have, like, you ever, have you ever been to a show where, you, where there's been like a really low audience? Uh, yeah, well, the, when we've done stand up before, it's been pretty small. And I've been to that same night at Verve when there were maybe six audience members there. Wow. Um, How many of them were comedians? Five of them were the comedians that were going on. And I, me and my partner, I think, were the only oh, people wow. there to Gosh. see the comedy. That must be difficult. Well, I mean, it must be, and don't worry, because that's what we're going to have for four nights. So, <laughs> no, we don't. We've got to, I think we've got some, a good crowd of people coming. Yeah, so we do? Right. Yeah, fine. Um, all of a sudden, uh, there's an extra voice on this podcast. It's all right. See you in a bit. 
There you go, a, li- a bit of live interference from the podcast. You know how your girlfriend is elusive and doesn't, and doesn't and only exists in your voice? Yeah. All of a sudden now, you uh, uh, listeners with a keen ear will have heard my girlfriend open and close the door. Did, I, must, I, mean, I mean, I must have shared that I've got a girlfriend on this podcast. You, are, right? you did, you did. Right, absolutely, you did. Right, because well, I think yeah. the first thing you did... There you was go, you we're living to, in sin, we're not married. The first thing you did was you said, I have also got a she who must be named called Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly... That's your exact... I'll listen right, well, by right, that's your words. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I think... I think... Uh, to come... To sort of just drop back before we finish off about, about the show that we're going to do... Um, so we're going to stick this podcast up. We're going to record a podcast. We've, we've actually kind of made a bit of a thing that we're going to maybe try and not talk about... Talk. I mean, we're going to talk to each other because we've got to pack the venue up and be in a car for like 20 minutes. <laughs> but we're going to try and maybe slightly avoid kind of explurging our feelings about the show yes. until we get back here and, and do the podcast because I think it would be a nice thing to record our thoughts even if it was just for us to record our thoughts and what we feel how we feel it went Yeah, I agree. Um, but then also for anyone who wants to listen. So that's what we're going to do. That's what you've got to look forward to uh, Monday through Thursday. Yes. We'll also, one of the nights uh, we're getting filmed, uh, and so we'll record some audio from one of the nights. Probably Thursday night we'll record the audio from, oh, we'll, we're going to record the audio all the time, but we'll probably put up the audio from Thursday. Yeah. Because um, that looks like it's going to be the most fun show. I think that's when we're going to have the biggest audience and stuff. Yeah. And in theory, we'll the, the be difficult thing, The difficult thing, I'm all fine for that. The problem, the problem will be my show won't necessarily work. Yeah, that's true. We, yeah, we may put it up, or we may put, we, we might um, do a little tiny podcast where we say, go and watch the video. We could do a little commentary on it or something. We could watch them back and do a commentary or something. Interesting. Maybe. Yes, um, so definitely. we'll see what we feel like doing but yeah so we're I think I think what ultimately the honest feeling is is we're both really looking forward to the idea of doing this oh yeah like, I, I think we're both wait. really looking forward to it it's just understandably terrifying yeah I mean I am a bit I'm a, I, I'm, I think my problem as well I, think, I suppose is that I've, I'm, I'm working during the day so I've sort of got to focus on my work but then at the same time I'll finish at four and then be like fuck right I'm performing in like three hours, right? I've got to get, you know what I mean? And trying to get into that mindset, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Of trying to, of making sure that I've got to try and be somewhat funny. And then, do you know what, what the really funny thing as well? So I've been doing, I did a couple of run-throughs today and this morning my run-through was great and I felt really sort of on it and I, and I performed really well. Then I went out this afternoon because I know, um, oh, this is the topic of the go. podcast. I do, I do roller derby now. Um, so we'll talk about that in, in the next podcast probably. But I went out and did my training for that. Came back like properly exhausted, especially with a, an hour and a half public transport on the way back. So then I did a run through, but the run through was like the most miserable run through, yeah. lethargic, purely. But just... to be fair, at least you've got the fact that you were knackered. Yeah, you can put that down to that. Yeah, that's true. Your run through early. You remembered more of it than you did this morning. I did, despite this morning being more fun. Yes. You also, you weren't. You were just standing around just talking about it. Really. Yeah, that's true. Whereas, of course, what I've done this afternoon is just run my bits for the first time. Ever. Ever. And, and, and I'm really interested to get now. So the way my show's working at the moment is kind of it's there's little there's little kind of little sections or little four or five minute bits that happen and then we yeah. go away and come back to them again. And I just did a few of the bits for Matt. And I'm really interested now. So I'll be honest about yours. I genuinely think that your show has got a fantastic structure to it and I love the the, the addition of the massive prop that you're using throughout. And I think there's some really good gags in it. And I, and I genuinely think, like I honestly think, because last time we did stand-up, when we did it together, you were my favourite act of the acts that we were on the right, bill with okay. that night. Like I really enjoyed you, and I think, I think Monday will be tough because I do think that you may struggle with the because it's half an hour to remember basically. Yeah, like, absolutely. I think that you might have more cue cards and notes and stuff. In your hand. I think that's but definitely. I honestly true. think I think by Thursday you'll be really happy with your show. Right, like, okay. I do think it'll be good, and I think you'll be happy with it. Yeah. I think it'll make people laugh, and people will have a really good time for twenty minutes. I think that's. I think ultimately, and that's and that's in a way has been going back to sort of our ethos of things as well. 
I have definitely written mine knowing that I've wanted to try and make people as relaxed and comfortable <laughs> and have a good time. Rather than necessarily be like comedically I just know where this is going. Like comedically interesting, if that makes sense. Because you know, if if you were to compare the two, my set is a lot more quote unquote mainstream. It's a lot more not accessible, I suppose the wrong word. But a lot of different people could It's recognisably stand-up. Yes. Perhaps. Yeah. It's a man. Doing jokes on stage. I don't yeah, know. You know yeah, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But form. you know, you know. I suppose the, the level down from me in terms of even more accessible is literally just getting up and telling jokes. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like it's that. It's, yeah. You know, one line. It's, it's one line just, above that. Just like two. Sto- lines, you know, yeah. it's jokes focused in on a story. Um, whereas I think yours is way more left field, and I and as a comedy fan, I think that yours is way more interesting, in terms of it being, in terms of the style of it. Yeah. But yeah. whether or not it's funnier. So the challenge. To be seen. So the interesting but, challenge. Oh, no, before you finish, I was going to ask. So what? But having me done sort of few bits and stuff. I what think are it's your hilarious. On mine? I think it's great. I do think that yours, and, and and in a way, when I was when I did find some of yours really funny, I was imagining what it would be like in a room. <laughs> Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, so yeah. it may not necessarily been funny here and now. But I can imagine when you it, see me doing it to people. Do you see what I mean? Like I was almost having to do a lot of work, a lot of work with my imagination about actually that could because I think I think the thing that's come as a surprise to both of us is the amount of uh, work I expect from the audience. Not <laughs> like, what I expect them to do, but like there's a fair bit of audience interaction and me using the audience's reactions yeah. to do stuff. So obviously, it's hard to kind of run through that because you yes. know what people are going to do. Absolutely. But yeah, but I'm really intrigued, and I think, and I and I honestly think Monday could like tomorrow today. Uh, could be could be like a killer, and and we could just both feel a bit pretty shit by the end of it. But because I'm, really? but I just think the, even if it goes relatively well, yeah, I think the nature of us will just be oh, oh for God's sake, we've been planning it for two months, and that's what's happened. Yes. like I worry that that's maybe what our feeling will be. The but then by the end of the week, it could be different. So, so the the thing that we'll be reflecting on on Monday is I know I know that we we're not going to have that big an audience tomorrow, but the audience that we do have are most of my work colleagues. And my work colleagues, who are absolutely lovely, and I love the job I have, uh, but they have told me on several ex- exchanges that they don't really go to that much comedy. They don't really like comedy. My boss has said, you know, I don't laugh much, right? So I'm like, brilliant. This is going to be interesting. Which is why I think tomorrow night, and this is going to sound really arrogant, I think I'm going to go down better than you will. Mm-hmm. Because they are not a, what I would call a comedy literate audience, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But then who knows? They, you know, honestly, we just don't. I mean, know. that's the thing, isn't it? Because there's also there's bits in both that you know there's bits in both our shows that we both find like there's bits in my show that you properly belly laughed at a couple of times. Yes, and there's absolutely. bits in your show that I have properly properly laughed at and really yeah. delighted in. And I think, and I honestly think, because when we did ten minutes, it was like get three laughs and you're happy. And my mindset has not really changed. Yeah. Get a handful of good laughs on on Monday night, and I'll be fine with that. Right. So um. So. We, if you are listening to this and you live in Manchester or Salford or just generally the north of England, frankly, yeah. or England or Europe <laughs> or the um, world, do feel uh, free to come along to any of the shows uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday at uh, 8 o'clock at the King's Arms in Salford. Tickets cost £3, or if you're nice to us and say you listen to the podcast, we'll get you in for free. That's a nice idea, isn't it? All the podcasters are getting for free. Yeah. Um, so if you tell us, just if you can say, if you can say to the person taking the tickets, I believe these comedians have got ideas above their station. You're in for free. I believe these comedians have ideas above their station. Then you will instantly get free tickets in. Um, thank you indeed very much for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.